my space friends welcome welcome everybody how you doing today it is the launch sequence podcast episode what are we 109 today 109 we've been going and uh we're gonna have a bit of a a bit of a talk folks we're we're halfway through the year it's 2023 some of us came into this year optimistic some of us came into the year pretty disappointed um but overall, it's time for us to do a little checkup on what the year is looking like and what we can expect for the rest of it, because there's a lot of features and ships that are kind of up in the air, sort of possibilities, but we're not we're not fully sure on that stuff yet. So I brought in Casa Black, another YouTuber who does some fantastic work on tracking the progress tracker and keeping up with where they're what they're doing with features and where they're passing around responsibilities. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. Nope. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Of course, dude. And I've been wanting to have you on for like most of the year. I know uh, you had some pretty major YouTube problems at the beginning of the year, right? What, what happened yeah, there? Yeah. So February. Um, so little thing here. I only go into work um, like physically one day a week or uh, one day a month, excuse me. So this one day in February that I had to go in, like at 6.45 in the morning, I get this message on my phone saying that my password had been changed for YouTube, remember my Google account for YouTube. And all of a sudden, so I go on there, I click, you know, like, you know, change the password, was completely locked out, like within seconds. Like I literally got this thing and was just locked out. And so I'm trying my best on my phone to try to get this resolved and I just couldn't get it. And so I literally had to wait almost the whole eight hour day to get through work, to be able to get home, to try to get it going. And yeah, my um, channel was completely just taken over by, um, and it was oddly enough, it was some sort of like Tesla, you know, spam oh, garbage. I've seen a couple of those. Yeah. So, but they completely just turned my channel into, you know, this Tesla thing, uploaded a video, which immediately got struck down for some reason. So then my channel just completely just went out. And so that, that took about two weeks to get resolved. <laughs> so That's that was, so yeah. annoying, man. Like, yeah. And it's just like, it's so weird too. I mean, I know people love their Teslas, but come on, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was just like, it's a hot topic. So that's why they, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But no, yeah. I've seen that that happened to a couple other channels. Weird that it does, but I'm glad you got your channel back and have, have yep. things started to pick back up or have you gotten yeah, back to where you um, Yeah, I was trying to hit this goal this year of like, basically doubling my subscriber count to where I hit 10,000. And so like, I was like, okay, so by, you know, mid year, I need to be at 7,500 and that right there kind of wrecked that month, but I've kind of picked it back up and I'm still on track. So hoping to get there. Well, that is good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Um, Thank you again for joining me. This is the launch Mm -hmm. sequence podcast folks. If you've been here, you already know this is our space game weekly podcast. And generally we end up talking about star citizen like this week we will, but uh, if you want to stick around, subscribe, maybe we leave a review or a rating. We do get into some other space games, particularly Starfield coming up. Are you you looking at Starfield at all? No, not not particular. I mean, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of what it's going to do for Star Citizen. I think it'll do great things for all space games. So mm-hmm. that but I don't generally play solo. Um, if, if they do a multiplayer mod later on, um, I'll do it because I usually play with my wife on the weekends. Yeah. So, you know, anything serious like that, I'm going to play with her. So. Okay. So you are, you are a pretty strong multiplayer player. Like you, yeah. 
MMO is my background, basically. Yep. Okay, cool. So I like to kind of get that sort of idea uh, of every guest that comes on here. What mm -hmm. got you into Star Citizen? How did you get towards this game in particular? So I, I also do survival games as well, and I have like a pretty good uh, server friends that we would play like Ark Survival and things like that. And I was looking for something space, and I had one of them recommend this to me who had been following and actually playing the game for for a while. Because I was kind of like, what about No Man's Sky? And they're like, no, nah, that's not going to give you what you want. You, If you want multiplayer, you're going to want to come here. So so that's what got me here, and that was probably like a little over two years ago now. So Okay. So you, you're actually relatively new to the project. I, I, it's weird mm -hmm. to say two years is new, but like we've been yeah. around for a while. What have yeah. been your, your thoughts on it so far just after jumping in? I mean, obviously you like it, you've made content for it, but like what was the journey of getting into this game? So basically, yeah, I started out like most people. I um, started off with, I think I got a Mustang at first, and then I went um, within two days, I was like, no, 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 this thing ain't going to work. And I liked the upgrade process, so I was like, okay, I'll upgrade to, and I went to the Titan, enjoyed the Titan, used that to earn money, and bought a Cutlass in-game, enjoyed the Cutlass, and then I wanted to try mining, and so I somehow skipped the Prospector and earned enough money to get the Mole. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I did that, and... You know, that was my process of learning to play. I hadn't put a lot of money into it at that point. Um, and then, but what got me was the community. Like, I literally was like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand away from the mole. And somebody just gifted it to me. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They just gave me the money right then. And uh, and then all the help I got from learning, because, you know, there's a steep learning curve with this. Oh, yeah. And so because of the community, it attracted me more to the game. And I was at the point where I was wanting to get, to do something with YouTube. I had a channel that had been sitting there for years that had enough. Um, I had met the 1000 subscriber thing like, you know, years ago, but it had just been sitting there. And so I was like, well, let me see if I can try to do something and try to give back to the community because I'm someone who is a trainer at work. And so I try to use that to make guides. And so that's how I kind of got into this whole crazy thing. Well, yeah. And actually getting into that, what kind of content for the audience do you make for Star Citizen? So I started off with just some basic beginner guides. I worked into loadouts. Um, I know we have like Urkel and you've got like Subliminal who does loadouts, but I wanted to try to throw some of my, um, my graphical design knowledge that I have. And so I've made more graphical looking um, loadouts that are supposed to be quicker and really more aimed at beginners. So that's where I kind of started. And then I was like, I, that kind of led into ship reviews. And then last year I was looking and I was like, you know, I'd really like to learn more about this roadmap thing. And so in the fall, I kind of started tracking on my own the changes in the roadmap and, you know, using, I guess, my skills from work also to like try to track things and look for trends and things like that. And so I kind of like started trying to specialize in that. I don't think it's like my name is real synonymous with that at the moment, but I've been really trying. And um, every two weeks I put out something on the roadmap to do that. Well, folks, if you are looking for a good detail by detail tracker, there you go. Links are down in the show notes. Check that out because uh, to be honest, there's so much like you can't go to any one YouTuber for all the stuff, right? You could go to mm -hmm. somebody who can put out the, we the, the news every week or every day, yep. but they're not gonna be able to keep up with all the little changes to the progress tracker. So thank you for taking that, that role. Yep, no, and thank you because 
you've been a valuable resource when it comes to, especially your historical stuff. When I like, um, I recently watched your um, your Citizen Con, even though it was from last year. Like your yeah. your breakdown of every Citizen Con. I mean, it was almost embarrassing, honestly, for CIG because I mean, it was it was so like crazy, but eye opening, and it also lets you know what to look out for in the future. Yeah, and I think it's worth noting how bad they. <laughs> <laughs> how badly they handled some things in the past especially mm -hmm. like marketing and development stuff and then reflecting on how it looks now because they've they've made some strides i i yeah. can't I, it's i was going through making that video and every single citizen kind of was like please just like don't don't do anything in this one and i get to that point and i'm like okay don't do it don't one. do it but I think last year's citizen con was the first time that they finally avoided anything major kind of throwing them off their game. I don't think they did anything last year that really uh, stood out. Do you, can yeah, you think of anything? I, what stood out to me was how odd it was that Chris Roberts came on at the very end because I remember watching it live and I thought it was over. And I had actually, I don't know what I was doing, but I stepped away. I was probably going to go play or something. And I came back out to the living room and he was on there talking and they were showing off new footage. And I was like, this was odd that they did it this way. But it was still cool because he didn't say, oh, this is coming in spring or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what stood out to me. And at least it wasn't like scandal level. The the whole industry's making uh, um, what's it called? Making articles about it. Because like when mm -hmm. they did that whole land claim thing, oh, my gosh, every every news outlet was like, oh, mm -hmm. they're selling land, folks. You know what that means. But anyways, we've been reminiscing. We've been going back. Let's let's mm -hmm. dive into the topic and talk about what is coming up. Actually, that was a joke. Uh, We're still going to talk about what was <laughs> happening before. First, I want to know <laughs> how you feel about 2023 so far. Because, like I said, there were a lot of feelings going into this year. A lot of things could have been possible. PES kind of mm -hmm. put a stopper on a lot of stuff. What was your mindset going into this year's development? So, going into the year, that's when I had first started following the map. Um, and so, December... You're seeing all these things that had been completed or they showed completed. And so and then we saw that that Pez was delayed, like, you know, they were just starting to really test it in like around Christmas time, I think. Yeah. And so my thought process was, OK, you know, this one feature is holding up, you know, this whole update. These other teams have to be finishing some of this stuff. And maybe 318 is going to have like a lot more than what we thought. And so I'm sitting there looking at all these different features. Um, one of my big things was I was thinking 319 was going to be the UI update. Like I just was hoping that was going to be a thing because when you looked at the roadmap, uh, star map was done or it showed done. The um, Moby glass stuff was looking good. Um, you had like the quantum travel. Um, they had like said that stuff was done, like the new visuals or whatever. So I was like, UI should be looking really good. Hopefully we're going to have this massive UI update, which I'm really looking forward to when they actually do it. And of course, 319 yeah. came and went nothing. So, you know, me thinking that Pez was holding up all these other teams and we were going to see all these massive features kind of thrown in is what really was like, a, I set myself up for that, uh, you know, looking back now. But um, ultimately, I'm just happy that when Pez came out in March, it looked nasty, you know. And I was beginning to wonder, were they even going to get through all these issues this year? So for them to be looking good, 319.1 to where it's actually playable, um, I'm impressed with that. But again, let down by the lack of other features. Yeah. 
I definitely would say I expected, like, we knew 318. 319, because it was on the same code branch, seemed like it was going to be kind of minor, have a little, you know, a few interesting features. But I was really expecting things to pick up after 319. I, mm -hmm. um, like you, you know, was looking at where they were at the beginning of the year and mm -hmm. which teams had kind of like stalled on putting out some of that work. Things like, um, like the fact that we got the first version of the cargo refactor and they had mm -hmm. already started talking about the next level of that made right. me think that like within a few months they probably would have been well underway with the engineering work whereas right now it feels like we've got another five six months um mm -hmm. and and some of the other stuff it just yeah I, I agree with you i think um it felt like some of the teams were further along than they are of course mm -hmm. locations teams always doing great underground yep, facilities yep. are doing good uh, new mm -hmm. outposts are doing doing well although i think they mm -hmm. did delay those from 319 to 320. you are correct yeah um i was thinking i mean anything that montreal touches is usually gold so you know the fact that they're on underground facilities derelicts and 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 also one of the uh inside star citizens with them probably it was in march or april i think april they mentioned that you know it took them, what, six months or so to make this one, but now they could just duplicate that and put it everywhere. And I was like, oh, yeah, 320 is probably looking like we're going to see quite a few new derelicts out there that are going to be maybe, you know, something similar to Whistle, you know, Whistler's Crypt or the uh, Ghost Hollow. Yeah. But that doesn't look like it's coming. It well, looks like, I I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if it's coming for 320 or not. We don't know yet, but it doesn't quite look like it. Isn't that isn't that weird, though? Because it did get delayed for 319. I think they mm -hmm. originally put an ISC out in January talking about it coming to 319. And then mm -hmm. they had another one titled something like Settlers of Stanton, which came mm -hmm. out in, I think, March or May or April. And that mm -hmm. one said that it was coming out in 320. But now it's yeah. not on the release tracker. It's mm -hmm. that's a weird one, too, because it is location based. Yeah, I know. That one was kind of weird. And I was thinking, like, uh, I remember when I, I just saw it the other day, and I was, I couldn't believe it got pushed out. Yeah, the derelicts got pushed out. I know, actually, the derelict points of interest is still showing um, third week of May that they finished to work on it, but they haven't really done anything else with it. Uh, so that's kind of weird that they haven't done anything. Yeah, but. I'm I mean, ultimately, I think I, I'm like you. I thought salvaging that we we may actually get vehicle munching in like a 320. You know, um, I was thinking definitely something for the uh, um, what is it? Um, uh, I lost my train of thought there. The um, cargo. I thought we we're going to see more cargo happening, you know, right. especially with the whole sea coming. And so far, nothing on that either. So. I was thinking at least one of the major professions would see something in 320, um, whether that be hull munching or uh, mm -hmm. the cargo refactor or um, vehicle tractor beams or, or something, yep. bounty hunting. But yeah, mm -hmm. no, I think, I think we're still missing some stuff on the release tracker. Definitely mm -hmm. those derelicts seem like a good chance of a late addition there. Yeah. But uh, let's go back again in the year and, and, I want to know, do you think besides the fact that we haven't maybe seen a big enough or as big a 319 as you thought, does the year still feel like a good year development wise to you? Um, I think it's going to depend on what we get with 320. I mean, and we still don't know what the release cadence is going to be after 320. Like, are they going to do a 321, which I think they will? Um, are they going to? delay 4.0 and then maybe we'll see more in 321 322 as like kind of like you know sympathy for that 
like a sympathy patch, I guess. But ultimately, I think 320 to me is what's going to come down because you got to think 319 was just a branch off 318. Yeah, it was kind of rushed because of, uh, you know, Invictus, I, you know, which I kind of called that back in early January. I was like, they're going to do a 319 for Invictus. And everybody's like, you're crazy. They're not going to do a 319. You know, they're going to be doing 318.5 or 10 or whatever. And I was like, no, they're going to do a 319. I mean, and technically, um, it's the same thing anyways, right? It is, but yeah, especially with being on the same branch. But I, I figured they were still at least going to call it that. And so, but 320 to me, is is that going to be a different branch? You know, is it going to have these new features, which I think it is. Um, so to me, if they, they need to add a couple more things for me to say that, yes, this has been a good year. Um, and again, we're not going to know much until CitizenCon either as far as well, the rest of the year. Well, what about just taking the first half of the year in a vacuum, like comparing it to first half of last year or the year before? Oh, first half of this year compared to last. Um, to me, Pez was so game, you know, I'm not game breaking, it was game breaking, but um, groundbreaking. Uh, for all that it's given us and the fact that they got it working by 319, I think it's a good year so far. Um, in terms of that, it, it's not as much as I'd like to see. I, I'm not definitely going to say that, but um, I think ultimately it's a, it's a good year. Yeah, I would say it, it's funny because 318 was supposed to be here last year. So like if it wasn't mm -hmm. this year, then it wouldn't have felt like a good first half. But then then, you know, everything would have been different. But yeah, it mm -hmm. it certainly is kind of like a it's been good, but I expected better. And I think it's not even the actual features coming in. That I expected to be better. I, I was expecting 319 to kind of look how it did. And I think what it did mm -hmm. with mining was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. But yeah, the year overall, or the the, the first half of the year overall, um, feels like it was more the news that disappointed me than anything. The information. We didn't get almost any news about server meshing. We got told mm -hmm. nothing about the economy. We don't really know what's happening with the cargo refactor other than the fact that they're bringing in the whole sea and freight elevators. Um, mm -hmm. Master modes is just now going into testing, which is nice. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But like the other stuff, you know, the, um, the platforming we saw, the, the quantum boost feature, the, mm -hmm. uh, the interior map stuff, that's all still kind of sitting in monthly reports and not getting as much showtime in ISC, which I think is mm -hmm. what was really lacking this last couple months. Yeah, I say ISCs to me have been a letdown. Uh, for yeah, because I was really hoping we'd get a sprint report, and we didn't. And I feel like we've had a little bit more fluff on the ISCs than we normally have. Maybe um, we're definitely not getting the news we need. I think that you know a server meshing update, even if it's to say, hey, you know, it's still chugging along. Um, the fact that they've dropped the uh, the road to pyro messaging is kind of worrying a yeah, little bit too. Yeah, they didn't say anything about that either. Yeah, so some of that stuff to me is worrying, and you're right, the communication this year is definitely not where it needs to be. Yeah, but at the same time, getting salvage and then mining in one update at the, after the other was, was nice, and mm -hmm. the cargo gameplay that we're seeing now, like the game plays better than it mm -hmm. ever has when it works. It's, yeah. It feels more tactile, more interactive. I've been enjoying that. Definitely been enjoying the game more than I did last year, but um yeah it's just wish there was a little bit more with it yeah i'm definitely impressed i mean you say i came in you know two years ago which is true and 
looking at what I remember there being missions for then versus now, there's a lot more missions on there to do. There's a lot more content as far as a player to come in to where even if, you know, if you were to focus on something, depends on your playtime too. But like for me, I find some weeks, you know, like I was doing delivery missions and I thought, oh, I'd breeze through those and have that rep done. And, you know, like, you know, a few days and it took me like almost two weeks to really get in there, go to all and do all the different delivery missions that were out there and get the rep up. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of a bit of content, not to mention going and doing something else and working on that reputation. So, you know, as far as content and things to do in the verse, it's definitely increased and picked up. Yeah. I can't wait till there's more stuff to actually want to earn money for, you know, like, yeah. like things that are worth finding and buying because mm-hmm. they've been kind of pulling the weapons out and putting them into loot boxes and stuff. But that still just mm-hmm. doesn't really do it for me. Well, it doesn't do it for me either because it's so random. Like if you really want something, you don't have a way to just definitely seek it out for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've really liked about the mining update is like you, mm-hmm. we actually have something to know Mm-hmm. is true in the game i, I remember mm-hmm. uh one of the big things that's been debated for such a long time is like if mineable rocks have weak spots and that's right. like one of those cases of where we don't actually know if we're supposed to look for it i, I know somebody mm-hmm. cleared that up on spectrum recently but it's like we didn't know what moon to go to to get what material so you couldn't expect to do something a certain way you couldn't assign a mission to go get this stuff and now that they've started yes. to build that into mining that is it's really nice and i can't wait to see that sort of balancing and salvaging and uh i don't know refining i guess could be a thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah to me mining has been like one of the like probably the brightest spot of you know this whole year and what probably pulled this year out you know especially 319 from just being kind of dull like mining really made 319 kind of stand out a little bit better than probably what it would have yeah that made it a that made mining an actual thing you can do like you could yeah you could get somebody who's never played the game, bring them mm-hmm. in, throw them in your mole, and they can have a good time yep. just helping you out with mining for, for a couple hours. And I love that. That's good. That plus the new yep. player experience um, definitely is helping the new player, well, experience. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Yep. All right. Let's talk about what's coming next. 2023 okay. first half was decent. Mm-hmm. And we were expecting some very good things for this upcoming half, given where we were in December. Now that we've kind mm-hmm. of reevaluated and changed our expectations, things are toned down a bit, but I'm sure there are still some pretty good things you're expecting to come in the next couple of updates, whatever they might be called. What are, mm-hmm. what are some things that come to your mind right away? Um, well, we just, I mean, I, you know, I hate to bring up leaks, but we just seen a few things pop up recently that may indicate engineering and maybe a little bit of bounty hunting. Like I saw, uh, I was watching Board Gamer's video the, the other day when he was mentioning uh, mining. And I was like, why are you talking, I'm not mining, but bounty hunting. I was like, why are you talking about bounty hunting? Like it really, it shows on the map that it got pushed back. But we could see some features of bounty hunting coming in because we've seen, I don't want to talk about leaks here, but there's a couple of things out there that, you know, kind of point to that as well as engineering. So like those were things that a few days ago I thought were definitely not going to be here, but we might start to see some of that trickle in. And even though they show pushed out on the roadmap, there could be versions of that that are still like implemented into the game, which is one yeah. of those weird things about the roadmap. So it well, it's like the new player experience. It, it shows work out until like October right now, yep. but we already have it in game. So I yep. was hoping that might be the case with freight elevators. 
please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Fred Elevator. So it's like, man. Um, but yeah, it's funny you mentioned the uh, the new player experience because I saw it when it moved, and I was like, I wonder if they're gonna just like copy some of what they did. Like if they're able to, like it's modular now, and they're able to just like put that over into the other cities. And that's what I was thinking they were doing. And then we saw on the monthly report this week yeah. that that's what they're doing. So that's yeah. cool. I'm glad they're doing that. That is very good because mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering what the plan is long term with that. Like, are they just going to say, OK, every planet that we put in the game for now is going to have a new player experience? Or are they eventually going to strip it away from certain because they can't put that in Pyro, right? Are they going to put it in Nyx? Where, like, when is the next planet after the foreign Stanton that gets that? Yeah, I've I've been wondering. I've been curious about that myself. Like, whenever we go to select a system, are they just gonna like allow you allow a new player to select Pyro as a system? And where would they start at? <laughs> like, how would that work? Or is that like more like a um, survival type thing? You're like, hey, if you want the very hardest experience, select Pyro. <laughs> that would actually be really interesting. They're like, okay, yeah. you can start the game as a pirate. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have fun with that. Yeah. So let's see. We were talking about, um, gosh, there was something that I, oh, oh, the bounty hunting. You mentioned Board Gamer's video on that. Somebody had mentioned that he called it like bounty hunting 1.5. Can you shed some light on that? Because I don't actually know why it would be 1.5 instead of 2. He, because exactly, he was saying since it got pushed, it was basically been pushed back, like overall as a feature, it's been pushed back to December. So we might see something because they did mention in the Port Olisar video last week on a, was it ISC they showed that? Yeah. Where they were, um, they showed that there's going to be landing zones at all the major, you know, um, above Atmo for the major planets, all those stations, they all have this bounty hunter part, you know, on the station. So I think because of that, and because maybe, maybe he's an Evocati and he, you know, saw something, I don't know, but for, for whatever reason, he made a whole video based on talking about bounty hunting, which I thought was odd. But now that we've seen a couple of things come out, it's like, well, maybe he's right. Maybe we will see some things like maybe being able to knock players out or something or capture them. Um, but again, we don't have the I know we don't have the on planet things, um, the stations to be able to take them and, and lock yeah. them up. Um, so I don't know. It. Yeah, they have been showing it's it. Actually, I don't know how far along, but one of the few things they have kind of consistently showed this year. Mm-hmm. it's weird though because the most important thing to the bounty hunting is virtual ai and right nothing nothing on that yeah yeah i don't i don't know i mean there was a little bit of virtual ai work that was on the monthly report um it looked like for some of that but i don't see it as a, as a complete feature i don't know what a 1.5 would look like as far as bounty hunting goes unless there's some new bounty hunting missions possibly or you know, they introduce another rep, maybe. I, I honestly don't know what that would look like. Very, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with bounty hunting. To be honest, it was one of the things that I was expecting to go later into the year, if not the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not super confident in that showing up this year. It'd be, it'd be cool if we saw some updates on it, but I would really prefer if they just waited until all of that was ready. Virtual AI, restraining mm-hmm. of players, whatever system right. they need for players to respond. Like, don't don't put it in a halfway. Give us that full profession, you know? Yeah, I mean, that could be something they do is they decide to say, well, we'll let you do players. We'll let you live capture players maybe as a, you know, maybe to test out how you're going to knock players out or how you're going to, you know, move them about. That could maybe, maybe that's what a 1.5 is, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Let's talk about engineering. That was one that you said you were kind of mm-hmm. seeing some signs of as well. You think that might be something we get this year? 
Um, I, I mean, I, I honestly didn't think so, but possibly because you know there's there's been a little bit of hints that there's parts. Um, things that are starting to show up. I don't know if this is, I don't think it would be for Arena Commander that you would see this in, as maybe they're going to test it out there. Possibly, maybe, I don't know. Um, but a lot of those things were scheduled to be done, I think, in August. And they've only recently been pushed back, and I want to say they were pushed back to, like, October now. So it's not like they moved it all the way out to December like they did some of the things. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. And again, is it going to be a... a a full engineering or is it going to be like you know where they're only implementing a few things i right. honestly don't know yeah so do you think that i believe this the ships they've explicitly said will have it are the hull a mm -hmm. the Ares, and the hammerhead they haven't mentioned any other ships that i'm aware of since then do you think that they would put it in other ships or should we just stick to the idea that it's only going to be those first three yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be really limited on what they added into as an initial release. Um, yeah, I I'm not sure like how much work it's going to go or even which ships could. I think the Carrick would probably be another good choice, maybe. But, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what that would look like for some of the smaller ships. Yeah, I, I do wonder if. The ships that we see in the game this year are going to launch with it is every ship that comes out after this is implemented mm -hmm. going to launch with it like we again we know a lot about the profession without knowing a lot about the gameplay itself but engineering mm -hmm. as a whole is really cool um and sounds like it's going to be in in all the locations and and just create a lot more gameplay is that something that yeah. you've been interested in doing in the game definitely um I, like i said my wife is like basically my co-pilot. So being on a ship and us coming under attack, I know she would really enjoy going out there and, you know, putting out fires or switching out, you know, fuses or whatever it's going to be completely. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to it for that. I'm also in an org, so I would definitely be down to get on the hammerhead and be part of a big battle to where we're having to rush around and try to, you know, put fires out literally, you know, so yeah, yeah definitely. Would you say, do you think that the ship trespass stuff got delayed to coincide with the role assignment that they're introducing with engineering? Do you think those are related at all? I think they probably are. I think it's almost funny. It's like when they when they were talking about how difficult it was, I feel like they almost talked themselves out of releasing it whenever they were doing that. Because <laughs> it's like, I mean, as, as they were talking about it, they were like, yeah, if you have a ship inside of another ship and, and, and you know, I was like, that does sound really complicated. I think it turned out to be more complicated than they just initially thought because didn't they didn't they come out saying that trespassing it, they didn't even bring that out in like a like an inside star citizen. I think it, it was like a tweet or something or or a mention in spectrum is how they first initially said, "Hey, ship trespassing is going to be a thing." And I was like, "Oh, that'd yeah, be cool." Yeah, it was something interesting like that. And then they just put it straight on the release tracker, release mm -hmm. view. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm interested to see what happens with that, but it's a bummer that it got delayed. It sounds like people were not very happy with it, though. People were saying, uh, I, I've heard folks say that, like, there was a lot of uproar about it on Spectrum. I don't know if you go mm -hmm. on there. It's uh, it's always uproar, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I tend to, I mean, I'll go to Reddit and, you know, see what's, you know, what's being upvoted and see what the hot 
you know, the hot button issues are like every few days or so. I'm not following it, you know, drastically because one, I try to stay away from negativity as much as I can. But, you know, I do like to try to stay in the loop. And you'll it's funny watching trends happen, too, because you'll you'll suddenly see four videos come out, you know, about whatever the hot topic issue is. And definitely trespassing has been one of those things where people are not quite ready for it. Of course, pirates are ready for it because they're like, yeah, I'm going to be able to sneak on this ship and you ain't going to know I'm there. But a lot of other people are like, mm, you know, not so happy about that. There's so. a lot of parts of this game that are like that, that are mm -hmm. just going to absolutely destroy some people's gameplay when it gets implemented and they don't know yeah. that's coming up. Like even just physical cargo loading, I think is going to make a lot of a lot of people not really want to take part in that kind of stuff anymore, which is fine. I mean, that's how it's supposed mm -hmm. to be. It's just a lot of realizations people are going to come to. Yeah, I think I think Voidy just posted a tweet. Was it yesterday when he was saying, yeah, um, it's a lot of hard work to, you know, unload like a Hercules, like all of the all of the uh, various cargo pods on that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, we need those those bigger boxes. In fact, why don't mm -hmm. we talk about like the cargo related stuff? We've got yeah. tractor beam tools. We've got vehicle mm -hmm. tractor beams, um, freight elevators uh different size su boxes mm -hmm. i won't include persistent hangers in there because i think that's something they're kind of splitting off from there but those four things are like pretty big and then of course the economy what do you what are you feeling right now on that topic um i'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to come out which would be great for an isc to actually talk about these multiple boxes are we going to see those in 320 um because i mean we they were teased months ago now and at this point we definitely need them um something like the mule would be very useful if they would actually allow it to pick these things up um even the one seu boxes that they're supposed to pick up they can't do uh, right now the mule's only good for duping so that's you know kind of that kind of sucks but um you know the rest of the cargo thing. Like I, I'm like I'm on that page where I'm like I'm interested to see how it works. But if it's moving 600 boxes off of a ship, granted that's more for like an org than just like a solo or a duo type of situation. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Like, is it going to be so tedious that it ain't worth it? Um, until they actually allow you to pay NPCs to do it and you can factor all that into it, I I'm not over enthused, but I definitely want it in the game. I can see the first several versions of this being simulated timers. They don't have mm -hmm. NPCs or anybody actually loading the boxes right. and it just yep. magically loads into your ship. But yep, for those sure. things that you mentioned, like those questions are both things I really want to know, but also pretty clear reasons to me of how hard this is actually going to be to implement. They've mm -hmm. got to figure out, you know, if you're buying 60 SCU of something, Mm -hmm. do or let's say 64 to make it easy do they give you two 32 su boxes that split up to cover all of the stuff you're carrying do you get mm -hmm. four or i guess eight eight su boxes because right. you have that amount of balanced goods to put into your ship like breaking up the goods into certain size boxes making sure those boxes are on the ship mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of crazy <laughs> like that yeah on its own feels like it could be a game space truck simulator right. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And I'm curious, are I mean, how much are we going to be able to say, hey, instead of, you know, four of those, I want one of these, you know, and yeah. and then on top of that, the tractor beams, are we going to get that bigger tractor beam to where we could actually pick up one of those, you know, the big, long, you know, container like boxes? I mean, 
Like, how is that going to work, and when are we going to see it? Yeah, and then, of course, there are the, are the missions, which I think are going to be pretty important, because at first, you don't really want to be the one who's going and buying this stuff and shipping it yourself. You kind of just want to get a mission to transport something somewhere, not put your own money on the line. Yep. How are these missions going to work? If we have this method of shipping stuff to a space station and then shipping it down mm -hmm. to a planet, how do they assign those missions to us? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to, I just want to know what the whole C like it's coming, but what are, what are people going to be able to do with it? Yeah. You know? I yeah, mean, really. Definitely. So are you thinking the whole C is definitely confirmed for 3.20 mm -hmm. from what you've been seeing progress tracker monthly report wise, that kind of stuff. Do you think anything else would be coming with that? Or you think they're just going to drop the ship in the game and say, good luck. I, I want to say that they, you know, you know, they should have more to it, but I, with their track record, I think it's just going to be dropped in and maybe you'll be able to, you know, find something really cheap that you can maybe fill it up with. I, I it's just so much cargo. I, I can't even yeah. imagine like some of the things that you can always find are still going to be, I mean, I know you can make profit on a huge batch of something like that, but I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like even then because of how the system works that there's just not going to be enough. At least at least we have a ship now that can go and trade things like scrap or waste or, or mm -hmm. titanium or just something, I guess titanium is not bad, but like something that's low, high margin, but like low, low quant or no high quantity, low margin and still make a pretty right. good earning on it. Because as of right now, we have this like middle area where you're good to haul if you've got like a star lifter or a caterpillar mm -hmm. or carrick or something. But if you've got something smaller, like an MSR or, or, or a freelancer, it might not be as great. And we don't, mm -hmm. we don't even talk about super big ships. So, mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully the, the economy is like the most important thing that they need to, to update there. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm hoping we see something. It'd be nice. I don't know what they would do. The only thing I could think of is they'd have to do some kind of adjustments with how things are going to be, you know, like the quantities and everything. That's the only thing I can see them doing. There's nothing on the roadmap about this. So, you know, it, I mean, they don't always have things on a roadmap that they're working on so maybe definitely not economy else. stuff they like definitely never put not. economy stuff on there mm -mm, never so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens with that and if if they're just going to drop it in or is it going to be something like refueling where it's barely used or barely touched you know until they you know do something more with it i just can't imagine that they're going to put that ship in and have it carry one scu boxes it's that's so many entities if that thing I blows know. up the whole server is going to crash <laughs> exactly yeah that's, that's the whole reason i'm thinking <laughs> oh, the whole reason that i think they're going to be you know, bringing in the bigger boxes with this. I feel like they have to just because of the performance issue. And they said right. they've been doing performance tests with the hull. So I'm assuming that's what they mean by that. And then like, if you think about that, if they're bringing in the bigger boxes then they have to give us bigger tractor beams. So it's like, exactly. it, it feels like a domino effect mm -hmm. that hopefully leads up to a freight elevators, but like at the very least means bigger boxes and, and tractor beams that can handle them. Yeah, I've kind of lost faith in the the, uh, the freight elevators because it was originally yeah. like they had stopped working in March, got pushed back to September, and now it's back on back to December even further. So, freight elevators, I feel like I don't I don't know if they're even ready. Like I, I feel like it's going to be pushed back again. I hope not, but like I definitely don't see it this year. All right. Well, 
we'll take a maybe for tractor beams and bigger boxes with the whole C, mm -hmm. a probably not for the freight elevator, and a mm -hmm. gosh, we really hope so for an economy update. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> yeah. that is, oh man, I would say besides the star map, that's like the number one thing I want them to talk about is the economy. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if you'd asked me six months ago, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, they're going to have this, this and that. And but now this roadmap is just like completely just like turned me into like a downy clowny. There's no way like I just I don't trust it at all. Yeah. So, yeah, they did a little bit of a I won't say a U-turn, but they sl they slowed down a bit on what was going mm -hmm. on this year's development. Monthly reports still make everything sound great. That's the weird part. Yeah, I, I would say this one, not the one in June, not so much. Like I was a little bit, I was thinking there'd be a little bit something else, maybe spicier in there. Maybe just because the last couple had been, had had a few things. They in were very good. Yeah. Felt good. But yeah, this one, this last one, you know, and, and when they mentioned the, uh, when they mentioned the SRV and they're like, it, it towed its first ships. And I was like, what? It, it just now towed its first ships. I'm like, and I was hoping it was going to be in uh, 320. Yeah. Now, sometimes you get a, you get something like that. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. great to hear, but I thought that had happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I definitely thought it, it had been towing ships, you know, this whole time. Like they, so, they said because something. Because work, work on that ended in February for the SRV, like the actual ship itself. Right. Tractor beams, sure, has been, you know, they've been steadily working on the track, the vehicle tractor beams, but the actual work on the ship itself has, you know, been done. And even that work on the vehicle tractor beams, I think, was at least back when I covered it, it was scheduled to finish up around uh, May or June, I think. So, mm -hmm. yeah, things have been, been regularly being pushed back throughout the last few months, um, yeah, sure. which we're all used to. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is why they, they stopped doing their long distance roadmap, because mm -hmm. we would have been everything that we thought would oh, have yeah. been coming out in a few months would not have been there. Yeah, which I, I'm okay with that change. Like just seeing the the very next one is 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 better than them looking like liars, or better than them looking bad. Because the last thing I need to do is look bad, and their dates are the worst. Like little yeah. things about this, yeah, this up, yeah, the development. So, all right, let's talk about uh, some of the stuff we saw from CitizenCon last year in that mm -hmm. that talk that you had mentioned. So there were a mm -hmm. couple good things there. The EVA. The mm -hmm. um, platforming and the ledge grab stuff, the mm -hmm. interior map stuff, a little bit of, of UI things, and like the FPS scanning uh, mm -hmm. and in the new interaction system. I think those are some of the big things that like it seemed like they were starting to test for Squadron and we were hoping might come in this year. And I think mm -hmm. he even mentioned some of that stuff on the letter from the chairman at the beginning of the year. Do you think any of that stuff we might see? Uh, they just mentioned ledge grab in the uh, monthly report, which to me that's that's going to be that's going to be a good thing because of how many how often you can get stuck in a cave or outside oh, your man. ship. Yeah. Um. So that alone is going to be a huge game changer. I mean, honestly, you know, rocket backpacks would have you know also eliminated some of that, but you know, I believe someone told me that Chris Roberts said they would never we would never have rocket backpacks in the games. So. Little jump jets or something like. Yeah. I can't, I still, I still believe that our EVA systems should double as like some sort of a, a, a jet in atmosphere so that you could soften your landing yeah. and stuff or jump a little yeah. bit higher. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect to just fly around like Rocket Man or something, but you know, it, at least to be able to slow a descent, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And give well, people parachutes. People have been asking for parachutes for <laughs> I just I don't see how parachutes could work though with all the different atmosphere and and stuff. Yeah, like, which is probably why they haven't done it. But yeah, yeah. 
that's stage. So the throw the you know like a limited maybe thirty second rocket pack. That's all you need. Yeah, you know? something something simple, something like what we're mm -hmm. seeing and what we've seen in Mass Effect, what we're seeing in Starfield. I mean, hate me mm -hmm. for bringing all these other RPG these casual RPG games in, but like mm -hmm. you know, it's nice to have a little bit of extra uh, maneuverability like that. Yeah, yeah. What about EVA? Yeah, EVA tier two. I mean, that looked good um, when, when they showed it off, and they haven't talked about it since, and it would be very nice. EVA has been a mess. I don't know if it was Pez that changed it or what, but, you know, when you exit a ship now, a lot of times your body oh, wraps man. around itself. And just rotate around your wrist like a... Yeah. <laughs> just breaking. Creepy looking, but, uh, yeah, like, EVA really needs some work, and I don't know if that would fix those issues, or maybe just because of those issues they haven't brought it in yet, but I would really like to see it. Like, we definitely need it. I think we might have seen mention of it in the either May or April monthly report. I was really mm -hmm. hoping that it might be something that we see by the end of the year, but um, yeah. we haven't seen any more like video of it or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like when ISC comes back, I'm not expecting a lot because we know the news kind of dries up a lot between here and there because they want to save it all for Citizen Con. So it's yeah. definitely going to be, I think, of a drought. Um, I'm hoping we see something for 320 there. Like they could definitely focus on that and hopefully we see new things that we maybe aren't expecting yet. That's, you know, that would be nice. Yeah. How about the UI stuff they showed interior map, uh, mini map, FPS scanning, any of that? Um, I mean, they burned on the I mean, UI now. I, yeah, I felt like I, I really, really thought that this was going to be something because, I mean, it still shows completed like that work still shows completed. I, th I think it's been touched on a little bit. They've had to do some adjustments in Squadron, and that's probably the only reason we haven't gotten it yet is because maybe it's not quite nailed down there. But for the most part, it looks like the work has been done for that and it's just sitting there or they're just testing it there. Um, but there's I mean, for new players, that is like the one of the most frustrating things for new players, like my wife still, um, when she's trying to fly somewhere and she's trying to find that little point to click on, or she clicks on it and it won't set the route. Those things just infuriate her. And I mean, me, I've, I've done it. I've worked around it so much. I know now, you know, looking for OMS, you know, manually, whatever. I know the workarounds, but new players, they're, they're going to get frustrated. If they can't even fly. Yeah. And that's, that's another point I'm seeing in the live chat. Um, Another point in the favor of FPS scanning. There are, mm -hmm. There's a ton of stuff in this game that's interactable, and most of the things that are supposed to be still aren't. Your mm -hmm. components in a ship, the components in a town, the interactable mm -hmm. vehicles or tools and props that you find in a city, all of that yep. kind of stuff has to be able to be identified, and being able to do some kind of a ping or a scan to make that stuff pop up is super important for learning how this game works. Um, yeah. Yeah. the interaction system being able to look at something and have a little dialogue or a, a prompt that pops up and lets you know that you can interact with it are are really important and i think something that the game's been missing that that would make it so much easier um yeah. but also as data running i know we're yeah. not really talking about data running but like mm -hmm. i'm hoping that you'd be able to go down into a cave scan the interior as like a explorer and then mm -hmm. store that data and like take it back somewhere and sell it yeah, I mean, we're seeing you, you kind of have that with players now that are like selling salvage things. Well, it'd be nice to actually have it to where you could, you know, send them the location instead of, you know, saying in chat or having to, you know, try to private message someone, you know, how where this hotspot is going to be located or joining up as a friend or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, being able to sell that, I mean, I, I've been flying to MSR a lot lately. And so when, every time I pass through those servers, I'm just like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> I really would oh, love we, to we, do we. some data running. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, reputation this year? We know that reputation stayed stagnant for a while. The mission mm -hmm. features team seems to have gotten a hold of it now. And we have been waiting a long time for, actually, that's one of the things on the progress tracker that I, says it was finished a while ago and never just mm -hmm. got any updated work added to it. But AI reacting to you based on reputation, do you think we could see something on that this year? Um, that's that's one of those things that I think is possible, especially with the mission feature team, because, I mean, shout out to them. To me, ever since you know development has turned more towards Squadron, the mission features team has really been the ones that have kept us going with, you know, some of these, these new, these new mission types have been great. Like they, they really have added so much to the verse and they're able to pretty much keep up with those. And they're also probably there. They do so well. That's probably one of the reasons why we see them on ISC so much. So definitely a shout out to them for the hard work they do. And to me, they're like the MVPs just to be able to keep us going until the full team can come back and do stuff for the PU. But as far as reputation, um, coming into the verse um i mean i th i think we could definitely see something there i don't know what like maybe salvage there could be a salvage reputation i, I want to say i heard something about definitely when the bounty hunting comes back uh, or it's added the new stuff there'll definitely be some there i'm sure but i'm not sure what other reputation would be added or what you've heard i would really just like for I want to see a player be able to go to the do the ghost hollow mission and fight mm -hmm. alongside Ninetales because they've worked with them, you know, go do the yeah. Orison missions and be able to fight on the wrong side. Not because you like selected a correct mission, but because mm -hmm. you showed up there and they know who you are like that. Yep. It doesn't feel like we're that connected to the factions that were around just yet. Yep, that is true. Yeah, I did. We did see something about that recently, though, so. Hopefully we get like at least our first iteration of that. That would be really cool. Um, it it kind of feels like that a little bit, like when you go to a bunker and you have security there, you know, that you feel like they're kind of helping you. I guess that's the only um, aspect of that that we have at the moment, but yeah. it'd be really cool if it was maybe in reverse, like you said, to where you go there. And, you know. and even then I'm pretty sure, actually, I don't know if you can have Ninetales reputation just yet. Um, but like if you if you have some reputation with some criminal, whether it be like Ruto or mm -hmm. somebody else who, who, you know, gets you into the negative and then you go to like the local security missions, yeah. I don't think you get blocked out of those. I don't think they react to you any differently. So it's like yeah. it still feels very systemic, less kind of immersive. I, I yeah. hope we can see that this year. I think that's something that we could expect, though. Yeah, I mean, definitely being someone who came from MMOs, who's grinded out his fair share of reputation across different games, it's, you know, it's definitely cool whenever you can go somewhere and you're either receiving better rewards, you know, or, you know, or you're able to buy things that you can't buy from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, things like that, like that, th those are really cool things. And of course, I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, same. Let's talk about missions. You mentioned the mission features team and they've got they've they've been doing much much more stuff than i think mm -hmm. any year prior what are some of the mission stuff you're excited to hear from them and do you think we'll see them this year um there were some that are actually looking good for this year let me see i got new missions um oh the heist the heist missions like we're starting to see um because the hacking has been done for a couple months now as well so being able to see something with hacking 
Um, I think that's something we will definitely see maybe soon. I don't know about 320, but you know, possibly there too. You think they might um, get hacking in? I'm thinking so, yeah, because uh, one of the things that was holding them hacking was because of the Squadron 42 aspect of it, but even that's been showing that it's moving through them. So I'd really like to see some form of hacking, whether it's even if it's just in a mission, like, you know, like you're you're having to go there and you I mean, we kind of see it with like finding a code on someone. But I mean, actual hacking to where you're looking yeah. through and the actual going gameplay. Through. Yeah. So hacking is one of those things that's kind of just been sitting there. I mean, we heard about it, what, two years ago now it's been. Oh, yeah. Um, whenever they were actually showing stuff on ISC for like the actual possible gameplay for it. Um, I mean, that's something I've just been looking forward to just because of what it can bring to missions. Like that's going to be really cool. Yeah. That, that I remember they introduced an idea about it and then they kind of had to go back to the drawing board cause they realized they could do mm -hmm. something much better. I'm glad that yeah. they did. Um, that's part of star citizens development. That's why we get yeah. to see things iterated on so much, but I'm also really hoping, yeah, that we can see some hacking in the game this year because that that would then go towards the security stations. It would go towards mm -hmm. whatever missions they put in. It would eventually go towards the ship systems. Like yep. hacking is one of those things that can spread out in the game, which would be really cool to see. Yeah, across many different things. Absolutely. Um, one of the missions I'm not quite sold on, though, is this new salvaging where you have to kind of like salvage to hide the ship. I mean, it sounds cool, but I just don't know how often like I don't feel like it's something that's going to be that's really going to be catchy for a lot of people. Definitely people who were definitely into, you know, going out and salvaging the holes. And I understand why they did it. It's because people were just grabbing the boxes and leaving. So this gives them another reason to, to stick around and try to earn it. I just don't know if it's because of how long it takes, if it's something that's really going to be catchy. But, you know, I could it, be wrong on that. It feels like it could be a beginner focused mission, but it's also just mm -hmm. very much made for the current alpha. Like. Mm -hmm. Once we get to a point where salvage is, is pretty solidified and people have a lot to do and a lot to pay attention to, how mm -hmm. often are people really going to want to take a mission where they have to go and scrape the hull off a ship and then that's it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see it as like a good chill way because there are people that just love to salvage just to have a chill night. Yeah. So to be able to have a ship that you know is dedicated in a spot where you can just get the mission, go do it, those people are going to enjoy this, I think. Yeah. I'll be interested in seeing how it how it expands out. And I guess everything that they introduce as a mission now, we should also think of the fact that it might be a module, something mm -hmm. that they can add in with some other things. But I do, right. I'm wondering how the process goes of the security showing up and being like, wow, we can't see the outside of this ship. Oh, well, mm -hmm. guess job's lost. Like, we're, we won't go inside and check. <laughs> see you later. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's it's a fun little like gamified idea for the missions but i'm also yeah. uh i'm skeptical about how long it'll last yeah the resource rush i'm kind of curious to see in action too how that's going to work out so right it should be interesting they haven't really talked about that though do you think mm -hmm. that's pushed past 3.20 mm -mm, i think i think we could see it um because yeah. i mean the work shows ended in june just like the uh the consignments i think those the consignment missions as well. I think those are two things that we could probably see in three. We should see in three twenty. I think so. Why do you think they're not on the release view? Maybe they're still testing some things. You know, like I know for especially for anything. Well, maybe not the mining resource so much, but definitely the consignments. Um, Elliot's had a few issues with performance, making things not be where they're supposed to be or appearing when they're supposed to appear. I know I've I've worked with him a couple times, like, you know, especially with the delivery missions, I was like sending him messages saying, hey, you know, 
this particular location, the box is actually spawning under the mining outpost and not in the spot where it's supposed to be. And he was always telling me it's performance. We're trying, you know, anytime you're going to see these issues with delivery missions, it's because of performance. And I'm like, okay, you know, so fair enough. So that I think performance impacts them on what's going to come and what, you know, if they're going to have to push something or not. The dreaded performance. Yep. Always striking. Mm. Always getting us that instability. For sure. And um, we've also just recently heard about, just yesterday or a couple days ago, um, cargo missions. I think they might have mentioned them once last year, but we haven't really been made privy to what they mean by cargo missions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's something that they're going to try and get in when they do the cargo refactor or with the whole C or what do you think of those? It'd be nice if it's with the whole C because that would give it that would that would definitely give you one thing to do with the whole C at the very least. Um, I mean, it, it seems kind of crazy just to have one thing to do with it, but um, I don't know what a cargo mission is really going to be until we see it. Uh, I mean, I'd, I mean, it, it would be great to have something where you're not having to put money in, like you said, you know, yeah. for that risk. But again, it's probably not going to pay super great either. But if they could have reputation with that then maybe it would be worthwhile at the end of later stages. Yeah, it's, uh, it would be fantastic for people to just be able to go in, get a contract to move something around. Mm-hmm. I don't know, there, there would have to be something that happens if you don't complete the contract, but I can't, mm-hmm. that, that would probably be where reputation comes in. So they can't yeah. just keep hitting players monetarily for some kind of failure. Reputation seems like a nice soft landing for if you fail something and they just ding you down a couple points. Yeah, I mean... What I think they, I mean, I don't, to me, I mean, I, I know I'm just a player and I don't, you know, under, you know, I don't quite know everything about, you know, development or everything. But to me, one thing you could do to really get players to interact um, would be to have reputation for even mining or salvaging and just to have it to where whenever you, if you do some missions for these, you're able to go and see a vendor and pick up like a better laser, uh, like a better mining laser or a better, you know, module, something that you have to have the rep in order to purchase. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they can, if that is something they can do now or if it's something that would have to be, you know, worked on. But anything that deals with reputation that will give you a reward is like, you know, even if it's, you know, for some of the um, reputations we already have, you could get a better sniper rifle or a better piece of armor that's just slightly better, just something to yeah. give people something to chase even if just, you have to pay money credits for it you know still and they don't have to make a new asset for it just slightly dead, better stats just like exactly make exactly. this 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 helix 2 laser have 10 percent mm-hmm. less instability that'd be huge exactly. people would exactly. work their freaking butts off for that yep i know i would because i'm yeah. definitely my, me and my wife we're carrot chasers like we will go after that stuff all day and they could do that with every component every asset mm-hmm. all of that yep in different star systems like there's there's so much this is all the beta stuff though that's Mm -hmm. that's when it's going to get so exciting to see them start to expand on the actual customization of the game and less of the the features although this stuff is pretty cool but it's definitely (laughs) very Uh, slow all right how about locations we know about underground facilities we know that Mm -hmm. caves just got a rework in sand and they were working on k on rock caves Outposts have been being worked on for God knows how long. Um, and the derelicts we talked about that we're supposed to, mm-hmm. we were expecting in 320. What are you yeah. expecting from locations over the next several months? I mean, 
I didn't think the underground facilities would be done because there's just so much going into those, whether it's the mission features team or just even more assets that are working on and stuff. I don't even think they're in gray box yet for, they may be on gray box for some of the floors, but not quite all of them. Uh, but I just, so I definitely don't see those. The caves, what would be nice about the caves is if they would add missions to those. If they could at least do yeah. that, that would be big. Um, that would be definitely something that would be cool. As far as the derelicts, I thought those were going to be in 320. I don't know now. Maybe 321. We'll see some. But I, I kind of feel like they've been taking from that. So, you know, like they've they've moved that team from that. And the only thing I can think that they're trying to that they've moved them to would be the underground facilities. But even those are scheduled to not come out until or not the work not to be done until December. And then the um, building interiors. That's the other thing they're working right. on. So. That kind of dovetails into one of my one like one of my only prediction theories that I kind of have. What is that? That we could possibly see at Citizen Con them put apartments for sale, like money, like real money apartments. Like we might see one of the very first. Like they're going to say, "Hey, this is what the building team's been working on. Whether it'll be done or not, I don't know, but I could see them putting some for sale because housing is such a big money maker across other MMOs. It's just crazy. So it's kind of hard for me to believe they haven't gotten into that yet. I would, I would hope they wouldn't do it early, though. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm all on board. You guys got to make money. Mm -hmm. Anything that you can do to decouple that from selling ships is great. Yeah, but mm -hmm. mm, maybe not right now." <laughs> Yeah, that's the only reason I was thinking that maybe that's what the team's working on to try to get something in there, like some kind of maybe it's maybe it's one building, maybe it's you know definitely apartments will be the first thing, but something that maybe they're trying to get ready. I don't know if they have time to get everything ready, but they have been kind of going through. And when you're talking about the Montreal team, they're pretty quick with things. Yeah. So like. That's kind of my crazy thing. I would hope they wouldn't do it without actually us saying, hey, you can go there today. They're available for sale today. That's the best case scenario, but they don't always do that. So, you know. Yeah, well, we will see. Citizen, whatever happens at CitizenCon this year, it's going to be mm -hmm. pretty wild. We will get to that. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Quick question from chat. Do you think that the underground facilities that they're bringing in Obviously, they've been priming them for Pyro and talking about them in terms mm -hmm. of Pyro. Do you think they'll also replace the ones in Stanton, though? Or will they keep those old legacy models? I think they're going to keep the old legacy models just because they're there. There's something to do. I mean, there are people. I know people are tired of grinding them out, but I think they'll probably leave them there just for variety. Um, whether or not they're going to be um, introducing them into Stanton, I want to say heard that they were, but I don't know where I heard that from. But I could, you know, I could see them showing up here especially if pyro is going to be pushed out a little bit you know once they get finished because it doesn't seem like it'd be too much to add them stanton or pyro unless they're just like branded a certain way yeah yeah certain companies and mm -hmm. i can't imagine bearing would have a giant underground facility in pyro but you know maybe maybe they're about yeah. that life maybe Who that's knows. where they go to test out their weapons <laughs> yeah yeah definitely okay were there any other Big features that you wanted to talk about before we move on to ships? Um, let's see, looking through the list, I I think we covered most of the big things. Um, the only, yeah, you're, we're going to talk about ships now, so yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, what are you thinking in terms of ships for this year? <laughs> the ships, I would say the ships have been one of the the things I'm, you know, not really happy about this year because it doesn't seem like we've seen a lot of movement on 
it definitely definitely the backlog the backlog is like i'm definitely on board with them working on the backlog i'm glad to see the polaris is is on the roadmap even though it's been more like they're trying to still figure things out with it and we're not seeing like actual you know white box stuff with it yet but ultimately the ships themselves like you know we just haven't seen like a lot of movement with those i mean i'm not sure why but you know and even the ones that are like uh the unannounced vehicles right now there's currently i believe three on there and they're all like smaller looking if you look at the dates they started versus when they're supposed to be ending which is around october they're all small things so you can tell they're probably variants that's about the only thing we can kind of gauge from that yeah they they had quite a few unannounced ships and things to talk about in the beginning of the year mm-hmm. i guess two of those were the fury and the storm yep. mm-hmm. uh, but we still don't know, I think, maybe two or three of the other ones they talked about. We have right. the entire Spirit series, mm-hmm. the Santok Yai, Merchantmen's on hold, Polaris is entering mm-hmm. White Box, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not even talking about the 600i interior rework. Nope. They haven't mentioned the X1 in a while, even though they said they were starting on that. The yep. Gatak Rylan was supposed to start after the Santok, so that's not mm-hmm. anywhere near Pulsey. Mm-hmm. Pulse is definite. We know about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, wh- are there any other like possibilities uh, for the rest of this year that you can think of that we already know about? Um, no, about no, not that I could think of. There's rumors of some kind of new Argo, like some kind of Argo cargo variant. Maybe um, that's the only rumor that I've heard about. But you know, ultimately. Um, yeah, I, I actually forgot. I wasn't even thinking about, um, I wasn't even thinking about the, uh, the, uh, Crusader ship there, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'm kind of surprised. I'll be surprised if we don't see at least, um, the A1 possibly at 320 or maybe 320.1 as like it comes out after that. Cause it's very far along at this point. You think we'll get the A1 before the C1? Yeah, yeah, I think the A1 is definitely coming before the C1, even though it doesn't make sense. Like, they've definitely been yeah. showing the A1, and the C1 is just a cargo variant, so I don't understand. I, th- I thought the C1 would be first, but maybe they're trying to, you know. C1 seems like a base. Right, exactly. That's what I thought. But we definitely, I've definitely heard more about the A1 versus the C1. Now, maybe they'll both come out together, which, but uh, again, the C1 looked like it was probably a month or two behind it whenever it came to like what they were working on, whether it, um, the gray box and the LOD phase of it. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know which way, if they're going to show both or if it's just going to be the A1, but definitely not the E1. Yeah. Yeah. The E1 is far gone. I thought that we would probably yeah. be seeing them in whatever patch came in the September, August, mm-hmm. September, October timeframe, but. Yeah, now I'm kind of thinking that they might be end of year IAE releases or something. Um, Yeah, there were rumors of something that was a little like crafting focused, I think, last year, a a ground Mm -hmm. vehicle or something. Do you think we might see any new professions come out of vehicles towards the end of this year? I I, I honestly don't think that um, we would see anything like they crafting has been thrown around, which I'm glad to see. But and I definitely maybe a concept like I could definitely see them even though we hate concepts, but you know, them throwing another concept out there, it's kind of been hinted at that there would be a ship that would be a crafting ship. So, you know, that I have been expecting any time now for one, like a crafting concept to come out. Um, the only thing I wish that we would get is some kind of medical ground vehicle, which, you know, I'd be like completely over the moon for. That would be cool. A little yeah. Ursa ambulance or something. 
Yep, exactly. Yep, the Ursa one, like we saw, they worked on. That was pretty cool. Okay. Or not so. they had they hadn't worked on, but the uh the cut the 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 YouTube channel that makes all the you know all the what if vehicles. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh. I uh yeah, it's interesting that ships the outlook on ships is not um, uh, that great. Um mm -hmm. Essentially because, obviously, when you hear about this game, one of the first things you think of or you hear about is that they're only concerned with selling ships, but they really mm -hmm. haven't been going that hard on ships this year, except for the, uh, the I think the Fury was a, was a big one they wanted to get out. And then, yeah. yeah, the Fury was a big one for them. But besides that, they have not been really hyping up ships that much. The, the mm -hmm. two ships, I think they could really hype up the Banu Merchantman being on delay and then the Polaris obviously not coming until next year at the earliest. Mm -hmm. Just kind of putting a message out there that they are yeah. full on on the features and trying to get the, the squadron 42 working. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Um, the ships, I mean, the game is about ships and any ship that comes out can like really change things. Like, you know, it's crazy how one ship can do things. Um, so for them to be kind of quiet on ships right now, it's kind of surprising, honestly, but I think maybe they caught so much slack when the Galaxy came out last year about it. I mean, you started seeing videos come out about the backlog, like Morphologist saying take 10 years or whatever to get that backlog. I mean, and they're not wrong. I mean, it would take a long time. So maybe they're finally taking that in, you know, thinking about that and trying to be careful as to what they're doing. So Maybe. I, I feel like maybe. they never really care that much, but it's, yeah. it's possible. Um what do you think of the pace of all of this right now the i mean we kind of talked about that towards the beginning but looking at everything that we just talked about how the first half of the year went how the second half mm -hmm. of the year is looking and with the mm -hmm. context of like server meshing and squadron what are your feelings on like their pace and and just how the year's been going um i i i feel like there's a lot going on that they're just, they're just not saying like, I feel like, I mean, to have so many employees that they're in all these different teams working on things, I don't feel like, you know, they definitely haven't shared everything that they want. And I, and I think, you know, there's a reason for that. It's because they're trying to hold things a little closer to the best. Um, you know, I, I keep expecting Chris Roberts to throw out another, you know, letter anytime now, given all these, all this, you know, false hope. But um, I mean, honestly, it does feel like for as many things many people and teams working on things as they have and the lack of communication on things. I only thing I can think is that they're just really holding out for citizen con. And like, I mean, I hate to be like, Oh, that person is going to say, yeah, we're going to get all this great news of citizen con. But I mean, that's what it's feeling like. It's feeling a bit like 2020 to me. That was, <laughs> is that around when you joined? That was a little after you joined. I joined slightly after 2020. Yeah. Okay. 2020 was, um, we were around this time in the year, I would say maybe a, a month before this time, and the game had been previously predicted to be going to beta, Squadron 42, mm -hmm. uh, going to beta that summer. So like, there was no communication on that. We didn't know what was going mm -hmm. on. We knew they were working on it. It was important. It was reaching some sort of level, and yeah. we were getting nothing. So for like four or five months, they were building up this video that they were going to release to give us all an update on Squadron 42. We were mm -hmm. like, okay, we're waiting for this. We're waiting for this. Where is this? When is it going to come out? And finally, they released it at CitizenCon, and it didn't really give us that much info, but it feels a lot like that year in that we know this stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. We know it's difficult, and we know it's important, but we're still not really hearing much about it. And yep. 
now we're putting all of our hopes kind of on CitizenCon, which yep. overhypes the event. Um, yep. I do really hope that they have something good to, to share there, whether it be about server meshing or squadron. Yeah, what I hope is it's it's not just, you know, they're not giving us dates, but they're actually going to show. You know, they're going to say, hey, this is what's here. And if they give a date, it's only like three months out, possibly. But, you know, I I mean, after watching your video, like the past citizen cons, like I'm almost like scared to even see what they're going to do for this one. Because I feel like they're going to go really big because they're back live. But, you know, are they going to, you know, overshoot? Uh, I don't know. I think they've definitely learned some lessons. I hope they mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm rooting for them. This citizen con this this could be a huge event for them. It could be yep. the start of a big lead up to hopefully a good launch for squad for 42. But yep, it, it feels like wishful, wishful uh, thinking. I, they need yep. a win. They need a big win. They do. They do. And it'd be really nice to see some, you know, something definitive on squadron for sure. Speaking of CitizenCon, though, what are you expecting this year? What is your what are your hopes? What are your realistic expectations? Uh, I hope, like I said, Squadron Forty Two. Um, I hope they can say for sure that they know it's going to be out in twenty twenty four. And the only reason I say that is because we're sitting here waiting for all this stuff to come into the PU, which is what I care more about. And so we're not going to get half the stuff that we could be getting until Squadron is you know is is passed. And so. I look forward to something along those lines. I look forward to hearing something about pyro and server meshing. I really want to hear that they're going to be dropping it in Evocati by, you know, definitely by the end of the year, whether or not that's going to happen now is, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's a little scary because they're just not mentioning it at all. Not yeah, even that road to pyro happen. thing. So, you know, I, I'm definitely not thinking it is, but it'd be nice to hear and not just see, oh, this is what we're doing with it now. You know, I mean, what you're doing with it's great, but if you're not going to show us, you know, something, you're not going to say, hey, it's ready for testing or it's almost ready for testing, then that's going to be a letdown. Would you want to see them somehow demo server meshing at CitizenCon? I mean, that would be nice if they're ready to do that. But then even a demo, I mean, you know, you can only take that, you know, so far because doing it on, you know, we've all seen where things can be, you know, shown on a demo in a contained yeah. environment that's one thing but on live that's completely different yeah so I, I always think about how would they show server meshing off at citizen con which is why i'm right i'm not thinking that could be their big thing um yeah. but i do hope that they are, show us a combination of a lot of the stuff we talked about today engineering mm -hmm. um maybe even pyro itself the ugfs mm -hmm. possibly some new missions ai interaction I want to yep. see all the kind of stuff that we've seen in the past ISCs and at CitizenCon mm -hmm. last year in actual game environment, you know, working yep. in a way that we are like, okay, this can launch in the next two patches. That, right. That's all I need. Plus, you know, yeah, like you said, a release date for Squadron. Oh, and Tony Z. We got to see Tony Z. It's been two years. So, well, we got to see him, but we got to see something like. We saw him, I think, I still haven't watched the, uh, what is it called? The talk that he did with, I think, Chris Reiniger and somebody else at CitizenCon 2021. Mm -hmm. It's like the last time we saw him. I still haven't, I yeah. think it was called System of Thought or something. I still haven't watched that whole video because it was just talking. And I would really, yeah. really love to see the economy put into realistic terms in mm -hmm. regards to the game uh, yeah, yeah, at the CitizenCon. 
Yep, and those features were showing that they were looking like uh, there's like a couple of features tied to that, and they were all showing good for June, and then they just got pushed back to December recently. So with it being pushed back to December and not October, that kind of like scares me as far as like, are they going to be able to show anything at CitizenCon for that? I mean, you know, or is it still, they're still just waiting. And I, if they're waiting on anything, I think it's probably going to be server meshing. Like, because I, I know a big part of that, what they have to do is performance. And I know performance now can't handle it. It's too bad. If it, when you look at some of the features like that, the economy um, and some of the other stuff we've talked about today, it just feels very slow. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of the other stuff feels like it's going very well, like locations, not even Squadron 42 stuff, just like certain teams feel like they really get the stuff done. And I know not mm-hmm. all work is equal, um, mm-hmm. but you just can't shake the feeling that some of it does feel very, I hate calling it slow. I really do. I know that they're putting in a lot of work to it and yeah. there are a lot of dependencies and things that pop up without you noticing. Um, yeah. It's just a bummer to see the the crawl at times. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to keep the teams in mind, you know, not, you know, I definitely never want to try to come down on a dev or a team in particular and say, oh, they should be doing better or whatever, because I'm very cognitive of that. But, you know, things do seem slow. And I think they probably seem slow for them, too, because, I mean, if you you think about it, um, they announced it'll be two years, what, October, November, that they, you know, decided to focus on Squadron. I mean, two years. That's just crazy that, you know, and we're still waiting to hear something. Yeah. So. All right. Let's end on a positive note. What is your best case scenario for the rest of the year? <laughs> um, best case scenario, we see Bounty Hunting version 2. I think that would be a huge boost for the game. That's one of the things I'm definitely looking forward to. I'd say that over Cargo even, because Cargo, I think, is still going to be so, like we talked about, so iffy. Like, you know, is it going to be super great in its beginning? Vehicle tractor beams are great and all, but, you know, they're going to be very situational. So I don't see that as being this huge thing that's really going to do anything. But to me, the two big things are engineering, bounty hunting. If we could see those this year, like this year would just be like, it'd be it ended with a bang. It'd be nice to see bounty hunting come in. It For feels sure. like the first profession that takes that next step up to mm-hmm. include more AI and stuff like that. That'd be great. And that also means an automatic update to the uh, quantum simulation with, with yep. virtual AI. So... I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this talk. I think we got through a lot of very good stuff. And I hope that we see a lot of that very good stuff this year. I really do. Um, Things are clearly being bottlenecked by Squadron 42 and server meshing. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot less clearly things are just generally slow. And and some of that communication is just not making it to us to understand why. But... Mm -hmm. As always, man, I appreciate your work that you do on YouTube, bringing us the news of the progress tracker. Thank you so much for joining me and the birds, apparently, for the show today. And uh, (laughs) before you head off, can you let everybody know again where they might be able to find your content? Uh, Yeah, I'm on YouTube, Castle Black Gaming. Um, I put out videos there. I put out a few each week. Usually it's reviews, loadouts. I also cover some hot topics. You know, I try to stay middle of the road when it comes to anything that's kind of sketchy. Uh, so, you know, you're not getting one side or the other. I try to look at things from both sides, but yeah, if you like that kind of content, especially in a positive environment, look for me there. Awesome. And that'll be down in the show notes as always, folks like to thank you again for having a listen or a watch. If you're here on YouTube, or if you're here live with us every once in a while, we host this live, but as always, our supporters are able to come in here, ask questions, host live and 
if the guest has time, answer some uh, or, or have a chat afterwards. Uh, if you'd like to get involved with that, YouTube channel memberships or Patreon are the way to go. But besides that, this has been the launch sequence. I've been your host, Space Tomato, episode 109, and I will see you all next week. Thanks again, folks. Thank you.